All right. Um, this sicha explains the meaning of Parshas Achedish, and specifically Parshas Achedish falling out on the 25th day of Adar, significantly as it does this year. Kvar Dubur Pomem Rabbis Akach. We spoke many times that although the days of the month and the days of the week have different ways of being calculated, which are not dependent upon each other, so when Yantiv falls out on a certain day of the week, for example, Pesach always is said according to the days of the month. Pesach, thank you much, Abzev. Pesach is always on the 15th day of Nisan. And if Pesach falls out on Shabbos, seemingly the Gdusha of Shabbos and the Gdusha of Pesach are separate things. And no connection between them, because Shabbos is said according to days of the week, and Pesach is said according to days of the month, and it happens to be the first day of Pesach, the 15th of Nisan, falls out on the Shabbos, it, it, it would naturally uh, seem to have no connection with the fact that it falls out on Shabbos. Achkiv and Shekol but since everything that happens in the world, much more so things which are in Teirah, are by divine providence and, and with extreme precision, Move on to understood. The very fact that this day of the month fell on this day of the month, that indicates do have a connection. Or more accurately, it, it forges a bond between them. It's indicative, and it's uh, it's it's both sym- symptomatic of a connection, and it also forges a connection. If, if a certain day of the month falls on a certain day of the week, that indicates they're connected, and that creates a connection. We have a proof from this from the Gemara. It says that the Karbanis of Shabbos, the Musaf Karbanis of Shabbos, which are brought on the day when Rosh Chodesh falls on Shabbos, has the additional Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh. There is a significant uh, additional holiness that is conferred upon the sacrifices of Shabbos, halachically, when Rosh Chodesh falls on Shabbos. Even though this is a Shabbos sacrifice, it's not a Rishchayish sacrifice, it's a Shabbos sacrifice. Yet, if Rishchayish falls on Shabbos, that confers Kedusha on the Karbonus of Shabbos. There's also another. Um, uh, um, we find this throughout the Torah. Um, even things that have no connection at all to Shabbos, they fall on Shabbos, Shabbos affects them too. For example, there's when Shoshana falls on Shabbos. So we don't blow the shafer. The simple reason is because of a decree. We're afraid that if people were um, trying to blow the shafer on Shabbos, they wouldn't know how to blow the shafer, they'd end up carrying the shafer outside. 
No, we're not starting the whole Mimer, but we, we, we have, I do want to learn that Hemshech one day with you guys. Either way, um, but the Rebbe Rashab explains that it cannot be that God put in the world something that prevents the Jewish people from having so, in, so, so important like, Russia, like the Shefer. Because in order for the world to go on, in order for the Jewish people to go on, in order for, they, need to have, they need to have Shefer. So it cannot be that the world is missing the midst of Shefer. And therefore, if the Torah says that there's a, there is a precautionary reason why we cannot pull the Shefer on Shabbos, it must be that we don't need the Shefer on Shabbos. Which, by the way, this is something that I think is very pertinent to the time we're in and now as well. There are certain things you cannot do nowadays. It must be that things you cannot do and the things that you could do are by divine providence. And therefore, there are some mitzvahs you have to focus on now, which actually what the world needs more than other mitzvahs. Um, no comment about the Pesach program, people. Rachmanis. Okay, and I'll, 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 what about the who? On the organizer? On the people? On the Jewish people. Okay, so uh, in the world. So and the bottom line is, is that if something happens on a certain day, that means that there's a connection between them. So when Rosh Hashanah is the mitzvah of Shei, after Rosh Hashanah is the mitzvah of Shabbos. It falls on Shabbos, so it says, and Rabbi Shabbos explains how Shabbos replaces something of the, of the mitzvah of Shefer. Shefer is, is meant to evoke Hashem's pleasure in creation, and Shabbos does that. What about Lulav? Also, you don't, you don't take Lulav of Shabbos. Yes, and Lulav. And how come Pesach, you don't, Pesach, by the way, is... We, we do, we do. We, we do have Matzah on the first time. Even on Shabbos. Even on Shabbos. on Shabbos. And that, and there's a reason for that. There's a reason why Pesach is different than other mitzvahs. But there's no reason why Nigla, by the way. Anyways, Yetzir. People with carries or Matzah, how do you eat them? Right. No, 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 <laughs> You're going to go to a fucky bestow. No, you might too. Do you have a Napa Bashir? It, it, actually, it's a concern. <laughs> and, and the Rebbe addresses this in his whole sicha. And I don't think there is a similar discussion in Nigla. Tell me if there is. Yetzi. So it comes out that the connection and the influence of Rashkhidish is not only on the days of the month, rather Rashkhidish also influences Shabbos. So this Shabbos becomes a Shabbos Rashkhidish. It's not just a regular Shabbos, it's called Shabbos Rosh Chesh, different kind of Shabbos. Rosh Chesh influences Shabbos. When it falls on Shabbos. It's now Shabbos Rosh Chesh. It's not just Shabbos and Rosh Chesh, it's Shabbos Rosh Chesh. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock? This is understood also in regards to what we're discussing here. Although Parshas Chesh is not set on a certain day of the month, rather it's set on the day of Shabbos, Nevertheless, we have to learn something from the specific day of the month in which we have Parshas HaChedesh. Parshas HaChedesh is due to the Shabbos before Nisim. And yet, if Parshas HaChedesh falls out on a certain day of the month, there must be a reason. Ul Dugma. For example, like this here. Kasha Shabbos, Parshas HaChedesh, Chol B'Chof HaYadr. Shuhur Al-Asib Yeshua, Ha'emr B'Nisim Nivra Elam, Ha'emr Yishim Shal this year, Parsha Chesh falls out on the 25th day of Adar. The 25th day of Adar, according to Yeshua, is the day when God made the world. There must be a reason why Parsha Chesh falls out on that day. Okay. So why did they eat the Rosh Chesh 
According to the opinion, which says in this Nevi'elam, that's the... All of my Rishi was created. Right. So the 25th day of Adar is when the world was created. Just like according to the which says that the, 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 the world was created on the Tishrei, it doesn't mean it was actually created on Tishrei. It was only man was created on, tish, on, on the first day of Tishrei, but the world was created on the 25th day of El. So there must be a reason why creation, or the 25th day of Adar, specifically, according to Yeshua, is associated with Parshat HaKadosh. Okay, let's go. Um... I just want to mention, we're going to see in the Sikha more details. Someone unlocked the front door. I locked it. Are you sure you didn't just come to the back? Okay, so there are um, places in Chassidus where we learn that Rabbi Yeshua and Lezer are not really arguing. They're talking about two different parts of creation. There is actual creation, there's a purpose of creation. There's a thought for creation. So, although the world is actually created in the month of Tishrei, but the purpose of creation is set in the month of Nisan. What that, what that means is, is that Tishrei is associated with the rules of nature and the finitude of the world. Nisan is associated with the miracles of living with Tzrayim. Nisan is associated with revelation. So the goal of Hashem in creation is that we should make a physical world a home for Hashem. We should bring a Nissan kind of energy, a revelation, in the place of Tachtein, in the place of the lowest realms. So practically, the world's created in, 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 in uh, Tishrei. It's created according to the rules of nature. But the goal of creation, the thought for creation, the purpose of creation, is Nissan. Let's see, let's see uh, an Eze base. <laughs> That's the reason why we say the Shonah Bobby Shulai is only twice a year, based on Kippur, because it's two days, months, and Kippur. Not connected. Okay, let's go. It's not connected to that. Is there a safe that says that? Yeah, so that's why it's one Who says it? Who says it? I read it somewhere. Okay. Why that's the only thing on Pesach we say it in the Matayim Kippur? Right. Remember, Medish, Lechem. It says in the Medish, the Torah should have begun from the word of since the order of Torah is precise and it is set and it's part of Torah, it makes sense to say that the word is a foundation of the entire Torah. The foundation and the beginning of all mitzvah is So, although the Torah begins with Bereshis, but since the very first mitzvah that we have is a chesh and there's a room to say the Torah should have begun with that mitzvah, so the foundation of all mitzvahs are associated with this mitzvah, the mitzvah of how the calendar is set up. The, the calendar of the Jewish people is associated with all of mitzvahs. Why? What does this mitzvah do with all of Yiddishkeit. So, what is the first month of the year? What does it say in Parshat Sachesh? It says the, part, the, the month of Nisan, the month that we redeemed from Mitzrayim, that is the month that is Reishchesh. When Hashem shows Yaakov and his children, he said Reishchesh Nisan to be the time of redemption. As soon as God shows the Jewish people, he then shows the month of Nisan. That means, 
as soon as God chose the Jewish people, as soon as God said Jewish people have a mission in this world, He then said, what's the mission of the Jewish people? The mission of the Jewish people is to bring Geula to the world. God chose the Jewish people. When God chose the Jewish people, what did He do? He gave them, He gave them He gave them a month of Geula. Because what is a Jew about? A Jew is about making redemption. That's what the whole purpose of a Jew's service in this world is redemption. Their translation of the word world in Hebrew means concealment. That's the world's natural state. Ganges is hidden in the world. And even though while you're in this world you can come to the recognition that there's a creator. But this recognition is limited to, to based upon your experience in the world you then come to a limited understanding that there must be a creator, a source of the world. In other words, the recognition that a creatures of this world have in godliness is only in the godliness that is in them. It's only in the godliness which animates and creates them. Which is a limited and measured light. But the Jewish people, through their terror, through their mitzvahs, they cause redemption. Which means, we are freed, we are emancipated from all the concealments of Galilee, all, all the limitations of Galilee. And we bring down to the world a godly light that's above the world. That's the whole function of Jew in this world. To bring down to the world Geula. What is the meaning of Geula? A godly light that does not have the constraints, limitations of uh, the light of Hashem, which is presently in the world. A mitzvah brings to the world an infinite light of Hashem. Okay, so that's what Judaism has to do with Parshat Chesh. Parshat Chesh is a parsh talks about redemption. Yiddish guy is about redemption. The world by itself is limited, and a yid brings to the world something infinite. You follow or not? Okay. Hashem chose Jewish people to do something. What he was chosen to do? Geul. What's Geul mean? Redemption. Bleakful. Infinite. And therefore, there's something we, I know. I know we're late a little bit. I want to give, give me give me four minutes, anyways, because okay. Is that enough. I just thought I left my coat here. No one saw a Levi coat. I have, I'm a Levite and I have a coat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> about Cohen coat. It was an old one. No big deal. I just thought I left. Yeah. Okay, I don't. Sorry, I didn't see. It might, might might be on. I don't know. It's okay. I don't see it. I don't. If, if, if I see it, I'll let you know. Okay. I hope we are all okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, I'll, I'll, I think I have to read up on Parsha You might have like a familiarity. I can't remember. Okay, the mitzvah of Parsha is when Jewish people are in, are in Egypt, and Moshe tells the Jewish people that they're going to leave Egypt and they should, they should bring a Karim Pesach, and there is a calendar. And the calendar works in this way: the first day, the first month of the year is Shcheshnis. That's Parsha Chedesh. So this Parsha is associated with Jewish people because what, what we're all about is Geulah. That's what we're about. We're about causing redemption. Now, I just want to show you very briefly, I know it's late, but I, I think it's worth it. The, uh, the Jewish people bring Geula, therefore the, the way we do things has to be Geuladic. If we're supposed to bring the Geula, that means the, the way we do things has to be in a way of liberation. A Jew has to do mitzvahs in a way of freedom, with a sense of freedom without feeling subservient to the limitations of the consumed of Godliness in this world. So that nothing in the world could stop him from learning, turn doing mitzvahs. What this means in a deeper way is 
that a Jew is Jew should be freed from his own limitations of his natural nature. His service of Hashem should not be limited to those things that he has a natural aptitude for. Oh, this is something I like doing because this is something which fits into what I like doing. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Rather, you should do mitzvahs with a chayas, with a life force, with an energy, which, be, which from, the, from the infinite power of his neshama. And that's alluded to by the word hachidosh. Chidosh. Chidosh means something that's novel. The way mitzvahs and terror should be done shouldn't be like something that's old, something that you're used to doing it. What's the word chadash mean? Brand new. It's in the Torah. Every day you do a mitzvah, it should be like a brand new mitzvah. You never did it before. And, th- and that means it's done with life force, with energy, with dedication, which ex- is expressed. You do a mitzvah in the most beautiful possible way. How is a Jew supposed to do ter mitzvahs in such a powerful way when his body is limited and he's used to doing mitzvahs every single day? So as long as he stays, in, stays in, he, he, as he is in his limitations, he's unable to get the sense that the ter mitzvahs are something knew it, terms is just a, a habit. But when he skips and jumps out of his mitzvahs, and he has an inner redemption from Mitzrayim, an inner redemption, he goes beyond limitations of nature, and the mitzvahs becomes to him brand new, comes to mechidosh. So the, the way we do term has to be, in one sentence, absolute freedom of our neshama, that we are yidin, and it's a brand new mitzvah Hashem is giving us, without looking at the, our personal limitations, what we like doing, without looking at the limitations of the world of Golas, it's infinite, and, he's be, and he has neshama, and God's just talking to him right now, it's a brand new mitzvah, let's go do the brand new mitzvah, putting on the film, there's a mitzvah, I never heard of this, there's a mitzvah called film, and there's a mitzvah called Dagu Shachris, it's a brand new mitzvah, attention Kmart shoppers, there are no tissues in wa- water, but you know what there is, there's a mitzvah film, it's brand new, it never happened before, L'chaim.